Welcome to According to John. I am your host, John Westfall, and today we're going to talk about how do I know I am going to heaven? It's a question that many ask, or even they already assume. Yeah, I'm going to heaven because I am a good person. That is usually the answer, and today we're going to find out if that is an accurate answer or um, one that the world has lied to many about uh, everybody wants to be good or they think they're good. Of course, that's relative, right? And uh, so today we're going to look at uh, John chapter 8 mainly. I think I think in John chapter 8 is, is a great uh, litmus test, if you will, for uh, if you're saved or not. I, I think Jesus narrows it right down in that in that beautiful chapter. It is a chapter that has debate in it with the Pharisees and Jesus. It's a chapter that Jesus is not politically correct in at all. As a matter of fact, in today's terms, he would be very offensive. Yet, Jesus answers their questions. Uh, His desire is that all would be saved. But these guys are just being contentious, uh, much like uh, many today where they really, they'll start a debate with with a believer, a Christian, uh, a Christ follower. That's what a Christian is, just to define the difference because so many people are, I'm a Christian. Uh, Oprah Winfrey, she says she's a Christian, and yet she says Jesus can't be the only way, and then she starts a religious channel and uh, on YouTube, and that religious channel is in search of the stars and the new path and any path, and she goes on these crazy uh, uh, tangents, if you will, Many, many, many people will argue they're going to heaven because they're good. Let's see if the Word of God refutes that. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, today I ask that you be with each and every one of us, Father, that you would help us to open our eyes, ears, hearts, minds, Father, uh, that we would truly pay attention to your Word and then look in a mirror and see if it applies to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, John chapter 3, John chapter 3, verse 3 says, Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, he's talking uh, to Nicodemus, and Nicodemus was a Pharisee, a religious ruler of that day. He was a, a supposed to be representative of God. And yet he didn't know this. And Jesus even even asked him, are you the teacher of Israel? And yet you do not understand these things. And so Jesus tells him that you must be born again. Well, as we go to uh, John chapter 8, so if you will turn your, your Bibles to John chapter 8, if you are following along in Scripture. If not, then just go ahead and listen. And the beautiful thing about podcasts, you can go back and listen to it anytime, get the verses, do whatever you want to do. It's just a beautiful thing, right? And uh, so it's always there for our reference. In John chapter 8, we have these Pharisees, religious rulers, lawyers, like prominent men, and they're challenging Jesus. It says, so the Pharisees said to him, you are bearing witness about yourself. Your testimony is not true. Jesus you're a liar. That's, that's what they're telling him, right? Uh, Jesus, you're a liar. Your testimony is not true. And he says, you know neither me nor my father. If you knew me, you would know my father also. Because they asked him, well, who's your father? 
Verse 20, 820. These words he spoke in the treasury as he taught in the temple, but no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. 21, so he said to them again, I'm going away, you and you will seek me, and you will die in your sin. Where I am going, you cannot come. Well, that's offensive. Because you're sinful and because you're not repentant, you're going to die in your sin, and you can't come and be where I am. So the Jews said, Will he kill himself since he says, where I am going, you cannot come? And he said to them, you are from below, I am from above, you are of this world, I am not of this world. I told you that you would die in your sins, for unless you believe that I am he, he being the Son of God, the Savior, the Messiah that's coming, you will die in your sin. Verse 25, so they said to him, who are you? (laughs) I'm sorry. Who are you to tell me that I'm going to hell? We, we hear that today, don't we? Verse 25. So they said to him, who are you? Jesus said to them, just what I have been telling you from the beginning. Why do I have to keep repeating myself? Because you are not listening. The answer to the question, how do I know I am going to heaven? Jesus starts revealing that. So he starts in 26. I have much to say to you and much to judge, but he who sent me is true. And I declare to the world what I've heard from him, him being his father in heaven. 27. They did not understand that he had been speaking to them about the father, father in heaven, God, God, the father. 28, so Jesus said to them, when you have, here's the key. This, this is paramount. You, you have to hear what Jesus is saying. This is not a mystery. This is something that man can know. So many people, if you ask, hey, when you die, are you going to heaven? Well, I'd like to think so. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm not as bad as I used to be. I've done a lot of good, yes. The, and and he go, they go on and on and on and on. Jesus says to them in 28, when you have lifted up the son of man, then when you recognize Jesus is the son of God, when you recognize that Jesus is the savior of the world, when you not only recognize that he is the savior of the world, but you believe what he says, then Verse 28, he goes on, then you will know that I am he and that I do nothing on my own authority, but I speak just as the father has taught me. When you lift me up, then you will know who I am. And I'm going to tell you, you not only will you know who he is, but you will also understand the scriptures. All of a sudden they will come to life. So if you're reading the scriptures and you think to yourself, oh, this is fairy tale junk. Okay, let, let me help you. According to Jesus, in verse 28, you do not know who he is. And because you do not know who he is, the truth is not in you. First John uh, 2, 4 says, he who says, I know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him. I realize, listen, the scriptures aren't always easy. They're not always loving. They're not always 
uh, uh, palatable. They're not always politically correct, and that's what I love about Jesus. He doesn't give a rip about being politically correct. What he does care about is that you and I know Jesus as our Lord and Savior so that we can go to heaven. That, that's what he does care about. The problem that we have that prevents us, we find in 2 Timothy 3, 5 through 7. Having a form of godliness but denying its power from such people turn away. So many people have a form of godliness, but they deny God's power. Well, why would they deny God's power? They don't know him. They don't lift up Jesus. He goes on in 6, for of this sort are those who creep into households. Now, now in this passage, very specific, talking about uh, taking women captive because they're gullible. No, I'm not saying all women are gullible. But it, it's, it's, they creep into households, and they take captive. And I'm just going to tell you, they take captive everyone they can, man, woman, or child. Verse 7, this is today. Always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. Boy, isn't that, we have colleges teaching, 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 teaching. Well, I don't know what they're teaching, because if you're not in a very specific field, then all they teach is uh, human philosophy. Let's just, oh, let's learn philosophy. Let's pay someone $120,000 to teach me some stupid, stinking philosophy of life. And then they, ah, I can't go there. I can't go there. All right. I do, I do agree with schooling. I agree with schooling a, a, a thousand percent. But I believe that schooling should be to teach specific things, such as if I'm going to school to be an accountant, teach me how to do the books, teach me math, teach me what I need to know so that I can be a successful accountant uh, when I get out. If I'm going to be a nurse, teach me all about the medical field. So when I get done, I will be a good nurse when I get out. If I'm going to be a welder, teach me how to weld. Teach me all the different welds. Teach me all the different metals so that when I get out, I can be the best welder out there. If I'm going to be a plumber, teach me all the things about plumbing. Second Timothy says today that people have a form of godliness, but they deny its power. And then in verse 7, says, always learning, never able to come to the knowledge of truth. What are we learning? What are we learning? Oh, my goodness, today, who knows what garbage we are learning today. So let me get back on track. Jesus says here in 28, when you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know. You are not going to heaven if you don't lift up Jesus. You're not going to know who he is to lift him up. I mean, let's, let's just do the, let's do the math that you went to school to learn, right? Verse 29, he talks about his father and that he does all the things that his father. Verse 30, as he was saying these things, many believed in him. Oh, my goodness. This is truth. And they, they heard the truth. They believed the truth. The, the Bible says, how can one uh, know except for uh, they hear, and how can they hear except for someone preach? And right now, he's, he's preaching. He's teaching them. Verse 31. We're in cha uh, John chapter 8, verse 31. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. 
Again, if you notice, he says, if you lift me up, you'll know. If you abide in my word, you'll know. And the truth will set you free. This He's talking about you're going to be delivered from all the lies and the deceit of the world. The truth will set you free, and you will be free. Well, what's free? He's referencing that you're going to be his, and you're no longer bound to the, to the world. You're no longer bound to the ideas of the world and the prisons of the world and the naysayers of the world. and the, the, you're, you're no longer bound to the corruption of the world. You'll know you'll be set free. Verse 33, they answered him, We are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? <laughs> I really find this interesting because he says they, they're telling him these, these Pharisees, which Pharisees were just religious leaders, but they didn't know him because they didn't lift him up on high. They didn't know him because they wouldn't abide by his word. And they say, we've never been enslaved. How is it that you tell us that, that we will become free? Have they forgotten how many years that they were in bondage and and and? Israel was in bondage, and we've never been enslaved to anyone. The arrogance to, for them to say that and how quickly they forgot. But they've always forgotten. Go back, go back to the parting of the Red Sea. God parts the Red Sea. They all cross. They get to the other side. And we're talking uh, a million-plus people cross. They get to the other side. Three days later, they're mad at Moses saying, You brought us out here to kill us. Where's God? Are you kidding me? So many times, so many times we can go look back in, in the history and find where God delivers them. And then the next day they forget. So they forget here. We've never been enslaved. Jesus answered them in verse 34. Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. So he just took it down to the common denominator, to the very basic. Forget history. Listen, if you practice sin, if you are constantly uh, uh, living in sin, practicing sin, you, you have, you know, your favorite sin. He says you're a slave to it. For example, an alcoholic, he is a slave to the sin of alcohol, the sin of drunkenness. Someone who smokes, they are a slave to that nicotine that destroys them. So someone who is addicted to porn, they are a slave to the lust of the eyes and they want to satisfy the flesh, which, by the way, porn destroys families, it destroys lives, it destroys, uh, porn gives you a false sense of reality in relationships. And then if you're not careful, you start acting that out and then it, it destroys the flesh. And so what he's talking about is, listen, if you are practicing sin, that sin, you're a slave to it, and that sin will destroy you. Verse 35, the slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Man, this is, this is the delivering of God. 
It is not temporal. It is eternal. You will be free indeed, never to be enslaved again. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not going to practice sin again, but what that means is you clearly see, know, and understand truth, and therefore you will aim to please him, God the Father, and you'll put this, this practicing sin that you do, you'll put it away. So he says you will be free indeed. Not only will you put it away or you should put it away, but this is eternal freedom. Because if the Son sets you free, and he will only set you free if you call on him, believe on him. Verse 37. He goes back and he answers their question. I know that you are offspring of Abraham, yet you speak to kill me because my word finds no place in you. So now let's go back and ask this question that started the podcast. How do I know that I am going to heaven? Once again, Jesus says, look, if you lift me up on high, if you abide in my word, verse 37, uh, if my word finds place in you, Verse 38, he says, I speak of what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have heard from your father. A clear distinction. They're not on the same page. They don't have the same beliefs. They're not in the same family. They do not have the same father. Jesus has just divided. Now, I know politically speaking, to be politically correct, that sends people over the edge. But I'm telling you, Jesus says this, I speak of my father, and you have heard from your father. Boy, that's, that's pretty divisive. Verse 39, they answered him, Abraham is our father, Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works Abraham did. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God, referencing his father. This is not what Abraham did. Isn't it interesting that we see this back in, in the very days of, of Scripture, the day that Jesus walked on the earth? He says, listen, you, you don't like what I have to say. I told you the truth. You don't like the truth. And because you don't like the truth, it's not palatable. It's not all about love. It's not stay the way you are. It's not, now you're seeking to kill me. I look at today, I see the same thing today. Talk about Jesus, they seek to kill you. Take down the Jesus, take down churches, take down religion, get rid of Christianity, not religion, forgive me. It's not religion because you have the freedom to believe in Buddha. No problem believing in Buddha. Why? Well, Buddha says that salvation is, comes from yourself. You do good, you aim to please yourself, you aim to do what's right, you try to get sin out of your body, then you're all good. It's all about you, what you do, how you do it, how well you do it, and then you get the other side. And if you screw up, you might come back reincarnated as a, as a possum or something to, to try it again and realize you might not, so you get run over. You go, you come back again as who knows what, try it again. It's just the, the, the reality of, of religion is it is all based on what man thinks, what man finds palatable, what he desires, and therefore he makes up a religion with it. And God says, Jesus says, I told you the truth. I'm the son of God. You got to lift me up. You got to surrender to me. You got to believe what I'm telling you. You got to believe my words. You got to believe the words of my father. Then you will be free. Then you become part of the family. You're grafted in, the Bible says. You become children of God. 
then that's when you know you're going to heaven. Verse 41, Jesus says, you're doing the works your father did, your father did. And he already made it clear, Abraham's not their father. They said to him, we were not born of sexual immorality. In other words, they're, they're saying, we're not bastard children. We have one father, even God. God is our father. We're Christians. We're going to heaven. We don't care what you say. We don't care what you think. How dare you judge me? That's, that's what they're saying. <laughs> I feel like I'm reading a book that was written today. Jesus says in verse 42, If God were your father, you would love me, for I came from God, and I am here. I came not of my own accord, but the Father sent me. Why do you not understand what I say? And then he answers his own question. In 43, Jesus is speaking the whole time. Why do you not understand what I say? And then Jesus answers it with, it is because you cannot bear to hear my word. Guys, listen. The question, how do I know I'm going to heaven? Can you bear to hear God's word? Now, here's the key. Not just part of his word. Not a piece of it. Not a chunk of it. Not most of it. Not three quarters. Not even 95% of it. All of it. Every word of his, which is in the Bible, is scripture. So if you say, oh, I don't believe the Bible is, can you believe that in the Bible it talks about this huge fish that swallows this man, keeps him in its belly for three days underwater, and then comes up on the third day, vomits him up onto the beach, and then he goes and does what God says. That is idiotic. What a fairy tale. Who could possibly believe that? Well, it's the word of God. It's all the word of God. And he says, you don't understand what I'm saying because you can't bear to hear what I'm telling you. Well, what is it? Your father's a devil. You're going to hell. What is it that, that you are not a child of God? That's, that's hard to bear. I'm going to tell you, that's, that's difficult to hear. And it's even harder to believe it. And then, of course, you have some who say, well, and I'll ask them, are you going to heaven? Yeah, I think I'm going to heaven, but if, if not, I'm, I'm okay with it. You, you don't understand hell. You, you don't understand the ramifications of being absent from the presence of God. The Bible says that hell is where the worm does not die. Well, what's the worm? The worm is that which is you writhing in pain, screaming out constantly because you can't bear the pain of hell. The Bible says that, that uh, where it's all darkness, there's no light. And then people, people want to go, well, well, that's how you know it's a lie right there because it says it's also a fire, and we know that if there's fire, there's light. Well, the light that 
God's talking about is not the light of the fire. He's talking about the light, his son, Jesus, who is the light of the world, who is goodness, who is mercy, grace, loving, joy, peace, comfort. That light, Jesus, and the very presence of God won't be there. But Jesus says, you can't bear to hear that. If you can't bear to hear that, according to scriptures, you're not going to heaven. He goes on, verse 44. You are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. Oh, there's no political correct there. Oh, my goodness. Somebody needs to hang Jesus. Oh, wait a minute. They did. And then he goes on. First, he says, you are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in truth because there's no truth in him. Well, if there's no truth in him and you don't believe God's word, there's no truth in you, that answers the question. You're not going to heaven. He goes on. Because there's no truth in him, when he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. He automatically just put it right back onto them. You're of your father, the devil. You don't believe me. He was a liar and a murderer. You're a liar and you want to murder me. Look, you're just like your father, the devil. Because I tell you the truth, you don't believe me. Verse 46, which one of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? I've asked many people who get very angry with me. Uh, I've lost relationships over this. I've, had, I've gotten hate mail before. I've had people get up in my face before. And I'll simply ask them, why don't you believe me? Why are you getting so outraged? Why are you so angry when I'm telling you the truth? The reality is they don't even answer that one well. Who are you? What what makes you believe you got the truth? You know, guys, there is but one truth. I think of of man and, and you ask them, how do you get to heaven? Is there a heaven? Well, I think, and they'll give you this whole ramble of what they think. And I will say or ask, where did you get that idea from? The response will be, well, it's just what makes sense to me. Reincarnation makes sense to you? Tell me one thing in history, in life, that brought you to the conclusion that if you screwed up this life, you got another chance to make it again. Tell me. me, Show me some proof where that's real. And I don't get it. Well, if you're just a good person, you just got to be, well, the Bible says that there is none good, not one. Verse uh, Romans 3.10, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Righteous being godly, there's none godly. Well, I can get there by by myself. Well, wait a minute, Ephesians 2.8 and 9 says, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and it is a gift of God. Not of works. You can't earn it. You can't buy it. You can't be good enough. Because you'll boast about it. 
look what I did. That pride to jump right up in there. That's what the Bible says. And so Jesus in 46 says, which one of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? Well, because you know what? It's not palatable. And here's the flip side of that. People think, well, I don't like that. I had, I had one lady who I shared with that Jesus was the only way. Both of her parents had, had passed away at this point. And she said, my parents didn't believe in Jesus. And you, do you mean to tell me they're going to hell? To which I responded, what I'm telling you is what the Bible says. And Jesus says that without him, you can't get to heaven. John 14 Six, Jesus says to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. No one gets to heaven except through Jesus. I don't know your parents, so I don't know where they're at. She said, I know my parents, and I knew that they didn't believe in the Bible. They didn't believe in Jesus. And so you're trying to tell me they're in hell? I said, I'm just telling you what the Bible says. She stormed out of the church, screaming at me. I cannot believe anything you're telling me. If I, my parents aren't in heaven, I'm not going to go there. I want to be with my parents. That's, that's heart-wrenching. But for some reason, people think that they have the answer or that they can defy God, do it their way, and still be okay with the outcome. And I'm just going to tell you, there's an incredible amount of outcomes that happen where people set back after it's all said, done, the dust clears, everything's settled, and they have time to think about it. They regret the decision they made. And I'm going to tell you, the Bible says, and the Bible has been proven over and over again, over and over and over again, that it is true. And Jesus says, he's the way, the truth, and the life. He asked them, why are you, if I'm telling you the truth, why don't you believe me? People don't believe because they don't like what they hear because they got to admit they're wrong. They understand they may have to change their lifestyle and they're not ready to change that lifestyle. I mean, there's a multitude of reasons why people reject Jesus. But I'm here to say none of them will be good when all the dust settles and you have time to think about it. It'll be too late. Verse 47, Jesus once again clarifies the answer to the question, how do I know I am going to heaven? In John 8, 47, he says this, whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. That, that's a hard one. That is a hard one. Because people are like, I believe in God, but I don't believe in the Bible. Well, those are the words of God. Oh, well, I believe in God, but I don't believe in Jesus. Well, Jesus says, if you don't believe in me, you don't believe in my Father because I and my Father are one. So when we look at this and, and we, we see 
what's happening here, we see that in order for you to get to heaven, you have to believe in God's words. And since the Bible is the only thing that we have that declares heaven, declares hell, declares God the Father, declares uh, Jesus the Son, declares God the Holy Spirit, declares the way to heaven, since the Bible is all we have that is of God, you will either believe it or you won't. That is what will separate you from God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That is what will keep you out of heaven. So I will ask you the question, are you going to heaven? Your answer is completely dependent upon if you believe the word of God. That's it. Jesus said, I've come to seek and to save that which is lost. Jesus said, uh, for, for God so loved the world, for the Father so loved the world, you and me and everyone in it, that he sent Jesus, his son, to die on the cross for your sins and mine. And whosoever believes in him, Jesus, goes to heaven. How do I know I'm going to heaven? Do you believe the word of God? It's, it's really quite simple. John chapter 1 says that the Word is Jesus and that Jesus is the Word. Without the Word, nothing was made that was made. John chapter 1, verse uh, uh, 1 through 4, verse 48, they want to argue with him again. And Jesus simply just tells them, I honor my Father and you dishonor me. Guys, you have to ask the question, do I believe the word of God? Your answer determines your destination. I hope that this podcast has helped you. I hope that you have learned something. And, uh, I hope you like, subscribe, share with somebody, and I will see you the next time on According to John. God bless. Have a wonderful, wonderful 4th of July weekend celebrating our freedom and understand the only reason we have freedom is because of God. God bless.